Hi guys, 19th of April, um, thanks for gathering. Just quickly want to go through some of the things that are happening in our regions. Um, today, obviously, we've got a myriad of things happening in Myanmar like every day. We've covered 23 other developments in East Asia Pacific. Um, the major issue, I guess, is um, students in Indonesia have stated they're going to conduct protests again on the April 21st, as in two days from now. Um, it's the three issues they're going to protest about is that President Joko Widodo not be allowed to serve another presidential term against the constitution. Also that they want authorities to ensure the supply of cooking oil and also the decrease in cooking oil's prices. They all are also protesting against the increase in fuel prices and the value added tax rate. Obviously proposals to extend President Widodo's term through some dodgy politicking by the autocrats and oligopolies and nasty members of the self-serving government in Indonesia has been controversial. I expect this uh, to go away quietly as Widodo and some of the fools that manipulate him work out. It's going to end up in, in them losing face, which is a big no-no because then they lose power and they lose money. Um, the only way they do back off is um, due to the selfishness of their own inabilities affecting them and hurting their back pocket. The tensions between the student groups and the government have been escalating in Indonesia, and we would expect, you know, possibly thousands of people at these um, protests on the 21st of April in the major cities like Jakarta, Makassar, Medan, Surabaya, Bandung and Palamang. Unless Jokowi can look in the mirror and remember who he used to be before he became in a powerful chap with opportunities to get lots of money. The other issues in the region, China's being dominated by COVID in Wuhan and in Beijing, North Korea have test fired a uh, guided weapon. Malaysia have identified 181 illegal jetties along the Kelantan-Thailand border. Obviously, Myanmar has reopened um, the Yangon International Airport. The Philippines are stepping up security measures for the May 9 elections. In Thailand, the Ministry of Public Health still planning to declare COVID-19 as an endemic disease by July 1. Also, on three days from now, 22nd of April, they're looking to make a decision to cancel test and go, which pretty much means Thailand would be open uh, notwithstanding a, a rapid antigen test on arrival. Um, meanwhile, um, Myanmar's basically just at the point where Thailand was about eight months ago where they're starting to open up the, the airport, but they've still got all the antiquated measures. So um, not too many people are wanting to go there probably except returning nationals. Okay, over to you chaps. Thanks, Paul. So I'll cover off South Asia, where we covered 18 events today. So I just want to talk about the religious motivated violence in India. It's continued for, I think, the second weekend in the row now. Uh, so this weekend, there was unrest and violence in Delhi, in Maharashtra, including in Bombay, in Uttarakhand, Gujarat, and Karnataka. So it seems like these incidents are getting more frequent, Bhargav, and uh, polarization is increasing significantly. Where do you see this going? What sort of risks uh, come out of this? 
That's true. The uh, religiously motivated issues have um, have continued ever since the hijab issue came out, and there seems to be no end to it. And it adds to the na Hindu nationalistic agenda. Businesses specifically need to keep a very close eye on this. There is already a direct influence uh, on the investments, especially when we consider uh, industrial states like Karnataka, companies have already started considering other states for investments like Telangana or even uh, Tamil Nadu, for example. So these issues are not localized. They may have an impact on operational risks. However, it hurts India as a brand, as an investment destination, not just for the states, but as a country as a whole. So uh, businesses need to watch out very carefully on all fronts, not just operational, uh, but also on the investments uh, front as well there. Yeah, that's a good summary of what's happening in in India, Bhargav. So I think that's a wrap for South Asia for today. Thank you there.